city of robots built an iron giant to protect themselves, but it turned on them and became Eva-ol. When Jack arrived here, the city was in suboptimal shape and certainly well past its prime. Jack's human form was no match for the robot, which easily outgunned him. But with his new colossal form and his mighty Zord, or should I say sword, will the robots continue to cry out in fear? Or will they joyfully shout, Yay, Gurr? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Gotta recap. It is episode 41. Nick Montagani, I am here with Brendan Riley, the the Elden Lord, some uh, are calling him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I Yeah. All three endings. I got them. All right. That's enough. No more, <laughs> Brendan. I gave you I gave you the nickname, but I don't want you to start actually talking about Elden Ring. We will do this later. I, I really want to talk about Elden Ring, though. We, do, we don't have the time. Oh, my we God. We simply don't have the time. <laughs> I will make the time for you, but this is not it. All right. Elden Ring cast coming up next week. I, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I won't rule it out. Uh, no, we are here to talk about Samurai Jack, which is a thing, you know, just a peek behind the curtain is a thing that you and me have not done for a little bit now mm-hmm. in real time. We haven't recorded an episode in a while. Yeah, because you, uh, you've been on vacation. Brendan, do you know where I went? Uh, uh, Universal Studios. No, of course I didn't go to Universal Studios. I went to Disney World again. What? I know, which is. The second time in the course of this podcast that we've made that I've gone to <laughs> Disney World. What it used is. to be what used to be a thing that I did three times in my early childhood is now a thing that I've done every year for like the last 10 years. And now it's Damn. becoming like an every six month thing. Damn, man. So you really love Disney. I, I'm wearing my expensive shirt mm-hmm. just just right now. Nick's holding up his Norway Disney spirit jersey. Mm-hmm. That's the one. It's got a big uh, outline of the country on the back of it. Just, uh-huh. you know, in case you don't know, you're not familiar with the name Norway, but you're familiar <laughs> with how it looks on a map. Go, oh, now I know what that is. Yeah, we're we're here to do the thing. But I was just in Disney World and Brendan, um, the last time I went to Disney World, I asked you to develop a Samurai Jack uh, theme park ride. Yes, uh, I which recall. Is something that we yep. something that we struggled with. I think our listeners had much better ideas than we did for what would work. I don't know about that. They had other I ideas. I do know about that. <laughs> <laughs> they had good ideas, something that we did not manage to do. Uh, I'm expanding that, Brendan. This is your challenge for this episode intro. Uh, we're moving beyond just developing a Samurai Jack ride, and I want you to just, you know, let's spitball here. Let's come up with a couple solid nuggets uh cartoon network theme park okay in 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 general you know we're talking about uh-huh. a whole theme park themed around cartoon network which is something i d- think does not exist anywhere that i've ever heard of i don't think uh, so nope 
But, you know, that's that's all the rage now is is entirely theme parks entirely devoted to like the one concept. Like they just opened a Peppa Pig. Did theme they? Park. Oh, my God. Yes, they really did. Oh, I know. <laughs> hard to believe. But it <laughs> is it is a popular thing. Yeah. Parents would probably agree. The Nintendo Land just opened recently as well. Yeah, man, it's coming to Orlando in a few years, and I'm very yep. excited for that. You can go to Japan uh, and go now. I would love to. Let's make it. Let's, you know, we'll figure out the details yeah. off the pod. You and me. All right. Uh, Cartoon Network Land. Cartoon though. Network theme park. You can, you can, you know, give me an idea for a ride. You know where you I got to start, right? You give me an idea right? for like food. Well, I know you're going to start with Courage the Cowardly Dog, but I'm not really yeah. sure how you're going to theme it. Well, it's a Courage the Cowardly Dog haunted house ride. Okay. Where the house is giant. You are the size that Courage would be in nice. the house uh and you're just riding around on who knows what some sort of cart uh, that could be themed as like <laughs> a dill a dill vac from the episode with the vacuum cleaner guy uh or hyper specific be, very good or it could be the truck uh eustace's truck everyone could be in that i don't know why you'd be driving that around the house but you know just for funsies sure uh and then you would go up the stairs up into the attic and see the computer and maybe like a spooky spookums would come out of the computer try to get you and then you'd ride down the outside of the house and into the basement and there'd be like i don't know a giant mobster foot down there who's like shouting at you from the corner uh and then ramses would also be in the corner demanding his slab back it's very scary uh and then it would you 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 get more of that and then right at the end you'd have like eustace and muriel sitting on the couch on the way out and eustace would scare you with his mask you go booga 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 <laughs> Yeah. Sounds terrifying. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Did it. Yeah. That's not bad. They have a uh, newer ride at uh, Disney World that is the Ratatouille ride. Ooh. Uh, and you ride in a little car that's shaped like a rat, and you are rat sized as you do things. You could probably guess exactly what happens yep. on that ride. You like go through the busy kitchen and mm -hmm. almost get run over by stuff or stepped on or stuff like that. That sounds pretty so. cool. How's the sense of scale feel in it? Uh, pretty good. There's a cool portion where most of it is like it's a 3D glasses ride, so like I figured, you're watching. Yeah. A video for most of it in like a few different rooms you do move from room to room and one of them is like a freezer with like meats and grapes and cheeses like hanging from like the freezer but like there those are all like practical effects around you while you're going through the room so it's kind of cool it's like you're looking up at like a big log of cheese or something yeah it's fun do they make it real cold in there like they do on the test track when you go through like the heat room I don't know if they make it cold in that room, but there is a portion where you're underneath like a cooking range and it lights up and then like the ceiling above you lights up all red and they do blast some heat down yeah. at you, which is yep. kind of cool. They do that in so. the, the test track one, too. Kind of neat. So all that is to say, I like the idea of shrinking you down to courage size. So you're doing yeah. what courage would do. I think that's fun. I think that would be cool. Uh, what else would there be? Some sort of kids next door one, probably. That could just well, be so that like, was my that was my idea was uh, are you familiar with the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin ride in Walt Disney World? I don't think so. It's a it's a slow moving ride where uh, two people sit in a little car with a laser gun attachments. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. And you spin around and like shoot all of these targets and try to like rack up your score for shooting all these aliens and stuff. 
Um, there is also a ride in uh, Hollywood Studios, formerly MGM, uh, that is Toy Story Mania, yep. which is a very similar idea, but is like a 3D. It's like screens as opposed mm-hmm. to like actual props like the Buzz Lightyear ride was. My thought would be like a kids next door thing in the 3D vein of like that would be kind of cool. Targets. Yeah, it's, wasn't there that, also like an alien ride like that or Men in Black even? I think there was because Universal I have not been to in God over 20 mm-hmm. years, but I'm pretty sure that the Men in Black ride, which I don't think exists anymore. I think it was the same idea. Yeah, I, I can imagine that that would be something that they would repurpose, kind of like when they made the alien oh, thing yeah. in Disney into the Stitch thing. Right. Yep. They made it much less scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now I, that doesn't even exist anymore. I'm pretty sure that's what the Monsters, Inc. like laugh factory is now. Oh, something stupid. Bummer. I know. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, that was my idea. And then as far as food, you know what the rage, all the rage is now, I feel like in Disney parks is like themed like Pop-Tarts. Really? But they're not like officially branded Pop-Tarts. Like I feel like I, I see like a lot of like knockoff Pop-Tart treats that you can get at like snack stands in Disney World. Really? So maybe maybe like something like that with like <laughs> jawbreakers on it. I yeah, don't know. Ed, Ed and Eddie. It's fine. As if you get some <laughs> jawbreakers. Uh, I can't think of any other foods. Uh, the, the chocolate chip <laughs> hot dogs it. from Cow and Chicken. That's fine. Yeah, you could do that. Or you could just have cow and chicken on uh, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> like beef, beef and poultry. Yep, yep. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Maybe like a uh, an ice cream shaped like Johnny Bravo's hair. I, I mean, all ice cream really is shaped like Johnny Bravo's hair. Right, but this hair, one you you, you point it. it out, and then people go, "Oh yeah, that does kind of look like Johnny Bravo's hair." They should have Johnny Bravo uh, pops like the SpongeBob or Sonic the Hedgehog ones, yep. where they like mutate if they melt, which they which they always do. do. Yeah. yeah, that would be a fun thing. Yeah, I'd um, be for it. Those are just some ideas for a Cartoon Network theme park. Maybe we'll think about that a little bit more. Yeah, and, maybe. Uh, revisit the topic. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> but if anyone has any ideas for what they would like to see in a Cartoon Network theme park, got to recap at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, let us know. Your ideas cannot be any worse than ours. It's impossible, I say. Mm-hmm. Although, Brendan, you seem pretty proud of your courage one. And I'll tell you, you know, that's I like that's the probably idea of the, the courage no-brainer. ride. And I would go on that. I would go on that so many times. <laughs> you would go on the ride that you created. Yeah, I would just sit there and go, this is great. Goddamn, I love Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's really big of you to, yeah, want to ride the ride that you came up with. That's cool. You <laughs> just oh, have to cool. be so jam-packed with, with courage <laughs> references. You know what? Maybe you do like a Haunted Mansion thing and you make it slightly different every time. That could be fun. Go to a different room and there's the the naughty barber instead of the Ramses. There are options. These things can be done. Uh, we'll we'll see if anything like this ever comes to light. Uh, but before that, uh, Brendan, we simply must move on to recap episode 41 of a different Cartoon Network show titled Samurai Jack. Would you like to recap the episode? I would. Watch it. Uh, Brendan, what is your history with like giant mech animes <laughs> or like kaiju movies? What kind of wh- where do you come to this this genre from? Uh, I'm familiar with it 
I was not ever a huge fan. Uh, I saw like the newer Godzilla movies, not even like the Godzilla 2000s, though. The one with Matthew Broderick. Yes, uh, I saw that one. Uh, I used to watch. That's not recent. You know what? No. I don't think that's very recent. Well, it was more recent than the old ones. It's like 98 or <laughs> yeah. something. But then they also did like the Godzilla 2000 and then the newer, newer uh, right, Godzilla. Right, 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 right. But anyway, not important. Uh, I watched that. Uh, I watched uh, some Gundam. Uh, I really like Gurren Lagann. Which is a You've giant robot this anime on this podcast yeah, before. I really like that one. That's a because I think that one kind of like takes the piss out of the whole genre, and I mm. think it does a really good job. Uh, I liked what what was the one on Cartoon Network with the the car that turned into a giant robot? Mm. Transformers? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was like this guy's like hot rod, and he like pulled a button, and a robot kind of sprung from the bottom of it, but the robot's head was still just the car sitting on top of it. That's kind of fun. Uh, it's not symbiotic Titan, is it? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I can't believe I can't think of what it's called. Ma- Mega XLR or Megas XLR that or something sounds, like that. That sounds. I correct. think that's it. Uh, I used something to watch in that. that vein. Yeah. What about walk me through the pronunciation on this one because I'm I'm not confident. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, you can pronounce it however the fuck you want. I don't know how you're supposed to. I always say Evangelion. Jellion? I say Evangelion. feels bad. But it's 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 supposed to be like angels, like Evangel. Right. Okay. Uh, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> I like that We can show, just call though. it Eva. E- yeah. Eva is what I think people go with. Yep. I like that show. They've been remaking it for the past, f- feels like 15 years now. Part four is still not out. Uh, last I checked, at least. Uh, but that's exciting. Like the remake <laughs> went wild with it yeah. the, the first one exactly the same as the first few episodes of the show and then it just takes a hard cut to the right and goes way out there uh and it's it's great hell I, yeah i love what they did with it so it sounds like you've got a little more familiarity with this subject matter than i do um i did watch that most recent godzilla movie uh with brian cranston right in it yep and then I watched the one after it with, uh, what's her name? Millie Bobby Brown. Is that the Godzilla versus King Kong? Or was there another one between those? No, it was God's King of the Monsters. Does that sound right? Probably, yeah. Okay. I watched that one too. That was bad. Yeah. Famously bad now at this point. Um, but like as far as like kaiju stuff, that's kind of like where it begins and ends with me. And then like giant mechs pretty much my only history with that is i watched like 10 or 13 episodes of eva when it Mm -hmm. came to netflix like five years ago or whatever that was at this point and like kind of had like a big cultural moment of like oh all the episodes are on netflix like everybody get over there right now and i had never seen it so i started watching it and did enjoy it a great deal yep and then stopped watching it. It's kind of a slow burn. Uh, mm. It can be very boring. Uh, I yeah. like it a lot, but I have a hard time going back to watch it again. It's like, uh, I don't really want to watch these slow panning shots of somebody riding an elevator for two minutes straight. Like, Plus, I understand that it ends very poorly. Uh, the show does. Yeah, that's uh, what I hear. People yeah. really dislike the show. There's a movie that replaces the last two episodes of the show. Okay, that that's did, good. Does a better job with it. But also it does the thing where it starts to go fucking wild with like where they start taking it. No, but that's I guess that's kind of framing where you and me are coming from on this. The the subject matter of this week's episode 
which is uh, episode 41 of Samurai Jack titled Robo Samurai versus Mondo Bot. That's a terrible name, mostly because I hate Robo Samurai as the name for the robot. <laughs> Hardly seems robotic and they don't really set it up that way. But no. Yeah. And I'm OK. I'm OK with Mondo Bot for, for the record. Fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Samurai Bot, though. Not a fan. <laughs> uh, it's not great. Um, but yeah, just even thinking about the shows, I, I did mention Symbionic Titan, which is a show that I have never seen and know nothing about other than to say that that is a Gendy Tartakovsky show oh. um, on Cartoon Network that I believe delved into some giant mech territory. Like, I believe that the main characters of those show, the show could like power Rangers themselves into like a gigantic mech. I I've think was never like even heard of this show. Symbionic Titan. I could be getting the details of that entirely wrong. I'm going to have to look like, it up. It is interesting to think about that being like another product from the creator of this show mm -hmm. um, going on to make a show that did not last very long, um, but like I think had some similar subject matter to what we're we're talking about here. Um, yeah, Symbionic Titan is mm. the name of that one. Uh, in doing a little research on this before the show, I actually read a old blog post on the Internet from 2011. Ooh. Um, from something called the Animation Guild, which seemed fairly legit, that claimed that they had heard from like some Cartoon Network insiders that that show was canceled after 20 episodes uh, simply because they didn't have enough toys connected to it. Really? Yeah, like they weren't producing enough toys for children, which is like such a funny thing to think about. Like, I don't think that that would happen now like kids don't give a shit about physical toys outside of like legos and hot wheels and like the main things that i feel like have just like skyrocketed yeah in like value and mind share now kids. it would be like phone apps and exactly <laughs> things yeah, it's like that. digital content yeah oh weird yeah. did samurai jack have a lot of toys i don't i don't really remember recall there being that any. ever yeah i don't i'm either. sure there like, are I, action figures but i i don't ever oh, remember yeah. seeing them or no. caring about them and i don't remember there being any like commercials like you would see for like spider-man toys and things like that right weird yeah i know such a weird thing and like for that to have happened in like 2011 so like kind of late in the life cycle where i could think something like that would even be possible yeah um hmm. just a weird weird concept i don't know how much validity there is to that but it was just like a weird nugget of information i mean i, I could found. see it i could see it especially yeah. if they they only picked it up to sell toys like right for sure like if that and like was, a show about like mechs it's you know it you lends probably, itself yeah <laughs> right that's what uh transformers whole shtick was probably 99 percent of the shows from the 1980s were like mm. designed to sell toys and sell toys they did oh yeah they did rainbow bright i think had a show care bears he-man gi joe oh, yeah. all of them oh yeah Every one of them. All of them had yeah. full motion, 20 minute long commercials. If I had been born 10 years earlier, like I would have had, I probably would have had all of that. Yep. Yeah. But luckily I wasn't because I'm a little baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robo Samurai versus Mondo Bot. June 21st, 2003. The camera pans over this demolished city 
we're seeing all these tall, like these tall skyscrapers just in complete ruins. And there's quiet city streets that are littered with broken glass and like turned over cars. Like something very bad has happened here, but we don't know exactly what. A theme on this show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The silence in the city is broken up by the click clack of wooden sandals. And Samurai Jack is walking through these city streets alone. Um, It seems like he's not really like investigating what happened in the city. It kind of seems like he's just like passing through. Yeah, he doesn't really care. He doesn't see anybody around in trouble. So he's like, well, whatever, whatever happened here, it's done. It's kind of different than like how he reacted in uh, Jack versus the ultra robots where like he showed up on those robot cities similar theme like yep. com- in complete ruin but i guess in the there were like survivors that like kind of yeah there, there were like breadcrumb trail. corpses all over the place and he found survivors right. this one seems to be very barren there's doesn't seem to be like yeah. anything other than like debris scattered around right this is just yeah the next the next stop on his path um and he stops in the middle of an intersection and uh, he's just standing there his gi flapping in the wind as he stands there and waits like he's noticed something like he must have sensed something off in the distance but sure enough this big booming sound comes in and shakes the ground beneath him and uh there's a very quick shot of two robots watching jack from an alleyway like off to the side mm-hmm. uh, and he doesn't see them and he's just focusing on those loud noises, which there's a few more of them that seem to be approaching him. And uh, one of those robots in the alleyway, alleyway in a very robotic voice, he says, "Uh Oh, and uh, Jack dodges just in time as a gigantic laser beam blasts directly at his position. And he, yeah, he jumps away right at the last second. And it was kind of at this moment where I'm sitting here and I went, Oh yeah, this episode, <laughs> I'd never had a moment like that during this episode. I don't remember this at all. This, I I remembered that this episode existed, but not the details of, uh, which I'm glad I didn't because we're in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another laser blasts Jack away and he gets up and runs as uh, those laser blasts just keep on coming and like a giant beam cuts through the buildings around him and like sets off a huge explosion that blasts Jack away. He skids on his face across pavement for like 30 (laughs) feet. Yeah. All the skin would be gone from his face. Oh yeah. You'd you'd be having a bad time. It's like the most pain that he should have been in since the time he slid down the side of the mountain in Jack and the monks. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. His face <laughs> dragged across like the cliff face. Oh, my goodness. This man's got a strong face. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> he practiced with it. He had right, uh, yeah. when he was with the monks originally, he had them like rubbing mm-hmm. rocks all over his face all the time. It made him hardy. Yeah, built up calluses on his face. <laughs> what a man. Um. He collects himself and he looks up above him and sure enough, there is a colossal robot that is towering high above even the tallest buildings in this giant city. And it's this big humanoid robot with like a red paint job and like a yellow green visor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's cool, like this cool, ominous, like lo-fi 1980s arcade music starts playing as he looks up at the robot. Yeah. Badass. It's like something you would hear in Galaga, perhaps. Yeah, Or or maybe Galaxian is more appropriate. Uh, We don't talk about Galaxian. This is not a Galaxian podcast. No. (laughs) You leave that shit at the door. Go somewhere else. (laughs) This is a Galaga Um, household. Yeah, please. In this house, we respect Galaga. <laughs> um, those two smaller robots watch Jack from the alley. And again, one of them says, uh, oh, there is no escape. And uh, we kind of get a better look at them now. And one of them is like this short sort of human humanoid robot mm-hmm. with like wild hair and mustache like he's Albert Einstein. Yep. So I'm going to refer to him as Einstein bot for the rest of the episode. Does that work for you? Yeah, that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Einstein bot. Einstein bot. It's fun. Einstein droid. <laughs> uh, and uh, the other one is slightly taller, but it's like kind of like a big square, like featureless robot. Mm-hmm. This robot doesn't end up being very important, so I'm not going to give him a name. No, he does like one thing. Um this other robot, though, Einstein bot, as we have coined him, has mm-hmm. a voice that sounds exactly like the robots in uh, Near Automata. Uh, OK. And it it kind of just made me want to play that every time he spoke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, now do some Shakespeare. Let's go. This character is a little frustrating to me because, like, there are very few speaking characters in this episode. Mm-hmm. There might only be Jack and this robot, and then I think one other there is robot. one other, at least, yeah. And for that being the case, they made this robot's voice very difficult to understand without subtitles being turned <laughs> on on my TV. Um, but even watching this episode, I noticed that like those subtitles were sometimes like slightly wrong. Like even they weren't picking up on what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, I that happens, and I've heard that that happens because subtitles are written from the script, but sometimes yeah. the actual recording doesn't match the script. But I'm not sure if that's the case for something that's this old and would have yeah. just like been adapted somewhat right. more recently. Right. That's what I would expect to, but I'm not, I'm not really sure where the disconnect happened. And yeah, it's just kind of frustrating. Like it's, I understand why they gave this robot, like the voice that he has, but like it does, it is frustrating when it's like one of the only important characters in this episode who speaks way more than even Samurai Jack does. Yeah. It sounds like he's talking into a tin can into a, like a fan. Yeah. Like when you do a Darth Vader voice, but more (laughs) metallic. Yeah. Just, oh, man, not easy to parse out some of the words. But, uh, yeah, they're they're looking on at Jack uh, sort of beneath the towering gaze of this gigantic robot. And that robot lets loose a uh, huge blast at Jack, who jumps up and runs away. And uh, the robot takes one big step towards him and the road beneath Jack starts to like surge like a wave. Yeah, this is a cool shot the way that they animated it. Although at first I was a little confused about what was going on. I kind of thought like, is the camera spinning upwards? But we're like, but Jack is also running up a hill or something. But then by the time it caught up with him, I was like, I I see what's happening here. It was kind of cool. And Jack, yeah, he's like riding on this 
wave like kind of at first he's like running on it like a log rolling competition but Mm -hmm. then like finds his balance and runs forward to safety it's a cool yeah a very cool visual effect of like the rippling street beneath him yeah like a like it's a whip being cracked it's got that kind of motion to it yeah jack does some cool platforming through the city he's like bouncing off of and into like city windows Mm -hmm. um the robots in the alley are like very impressed by jack's moves and uh, he jumps off a building and then swings on a power line like Tarzan swinging from a vine um which I really hope that the power is out in this city yeah <laughs> what if it wasn't he just grabbed it and died immediately and that was it yeah and that's how Samurai Jack dies although I think if he's not touching the ground it probably would have been okay there are rules for this that you're taught as like a Boy Scout. Like, oh, if you ever see a downed power line, like do or do not do this. Yeah. Uh, you, I don't, well, you don't want to swing from it like a vine. I don't <laughs> think that was included in the, the do category. <laughs> well, you would have to make sure that you weren't touching it while you were touching the ground and that you released it before you touched the ground again. Birds can sit on them. Why can't I swing from them? Yeah. I mean, you could. If you touch the ground, like, you die. Because then, then you're grounded and it goes through you and kills you. These birds think they're so special. They do. Someone's got to take them down a peg. Yeah. I mean, birds aren't real, but. Thank God for that. Yeah. Terrifying. Yep. That's that's what the pandemic was about. So the government could change the batteries and all the birds. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. And now all birds have 5G. Yeah. Just like us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's, he flies through the air on this power line and lands on the giant robot's head. And it's funny because the camera pulls out and he's just like this tiny insignificant speck, like just barely hanging on to the robot's body. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes out his sword and prepares to plunge it into the robot like he's playing Shadow of the Colossus. Yep. He even holds um, it up like that, too, like for a long time, like he's charging the up the power meter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I went, hmm, I think I've done this before. <laughs> And then felt really bad about it. <laughs> um, he's holding a sword up in the air and that Einstein bot, his eyes zoom in on Jack's sword and he says, he is the one. Yeah, I, I don't love that. <laughs> I know, I don't either. We'll get to it in a little bit. But yeah, I don't know, this plot point, things get a little. Oh, it's like, uh oh, no, there's a chosen one in regards to fighting this <laughs> giant <laughs> robot. Like, what the hell the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Um, he stabs that sword down into the robot, which of course does not react at all. No, no doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, there's just like a brief pause of Jack with the sword stuck in its head and, uh, a hatch opens up on the side of the robot and dozens of these little robotic spiders crawl out of it. They're kind of reminiscent of like the Aku destroyer beetle drones in a way. Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be like the spider bots. I think we've seen actual spider bots that weren't like the beetle ones. Mm. Um, but I don't think they were like blue. These ones have like a bluish green kind of color to them. Something where I yeah. think most of the other ones have been red. Okay. That makes, yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Um, all these little spider robots crawl out and Jack, uh, seems kind of surprised that his attack didn't have any effect on the giant robot. Um, he looks down at the ground, which is like way too far beneath him to jump down to. And uh, he just kind of has to hang there and take whatever punishment he's about to get from these spiders. Yeah, which, you know, they they're pretty ineffective. Like they they do knock him out, but like they shoot him a lot. 
and it yes. just kind of knocks him out dozens of times yeah. with like these dinky little green lasers that like just seem more of an, an annoyance to Jack than anything. Yeah. But I guess it's power in numbers because he gets blasted. Yeah, dozens of times, and that is that is enough for him to like lose consciousness. And was it just me, or did the sounds of the lasers sound exactly like blasters from Star Wars? Yeah, very pew pewy. Yeah, they, sure. I was like, this is this the same sound effect from Star Wars? Did they just be. like rip it off? I thought all well of the Star be. Wars sound effects were proprietary. Like I thought they were oh, all copyrighted. Yeah. Well, you know, Mickey Mouse has got that shit locked down tight. Well, now this was this was before Mickey oh, got involved. True. Yeah, that deal had not been done. This was when <laughs> George George had his sweet hands all over those yeah. sound effects. No touching, he would say. Uh, yeah, he gets zapped and he passes out and, uh, he starts plummeting towards the ground and, uh, that Einstein bot tells his square robot friend to go rescue Jack. And this is where the square robot friend has like his one shining moment. He sprouts like a jet engine from his body and blasts off to catch Jack, like just in time before he collides with the ground. So big props to the square robot. Yeah. Good job, bud. He served his purpose. Now he will exit the episode. (laughs) One and done. Thank you. Um, Jack awakens later in a hospital bed with a robot nurse who is the only other voiced character in this episode, uh, like leaning over him against like a bright light. And I think it's very funny that they made her look like a pretty 1950s nurse, like from the movies. Yep. It's pretty good. (laughs) But she's a robot living in the city. I don't know. Uh, They're not shy about having (laughs) themed robots look look (laughs) like what they what their job is. Robots can appreciate beauty. (laughs) She's very beautiful. I'm smitten with this woman. (laughs) Um, Jack looks up around this dark room and he sees a bunch of like sad looking robots kind of looking on at him on this table. And uh, most of them are in disrepair. They've got like wires poking out of them and like they're missing chunks from their robo bodies. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is where Jack sort of starts to question what's going on as the Einstein bot approaches him. Where am I? You are in the city of Andromeda. Well, the city is up there. You're down here in the sewers of Andromeda. Our home. How did I get here? (laughs) Well, you were in a battle. A battle with Mondobot. And you were not doing so bad. Oh, but he is too powerful. Got him. Who is this Mondobot? Come this way. I will explain. And the Einstein bot explains to Jack that uh, the city that they're living in, they they needed a protector, he says. So they built the Mondo bot. But of course, eventually it turned on them and started attacking everyone and destroying the city. I have some questions about the lore of like what's going on in this city. Like, did the robots themselves build the big robot? Uh, that's kind of the implication that I got from it. Yeah, I, I'm not but sure who if built this was those ever a human city. I don't know. Other robots, the proge- the progenitor robots. It never ends, yeah. It's robots all the way down. Who put the chicken before the robot? Somebody uh, did. Siri. <laughs> uh, 
And if this is the case, how could the robot fail like this? You know, like well, if they if they are robots themselves. Yeah, it's like a it's a tried and true sci-fi trope where I you know. build a robot to protect you, and it decides the best way to protect you is to kill you. Yeah, because yeah. you are the biggest threat to yourself. <laughs> I'm I'm totally willing to let this go because of where this episode actually ends up going. Yeah, which is a big ass robot fight. <laughs> really dumb <laughs> like if this is how we're gonna get there like that's fine it's not Whatever. even really much of a fight oh I'm man not, we'll get really. there <laughs> it's a weapons showcase <laughs> uh brendan this is where things get a little off the rails <laughs> uh the einstein bot tells jack that he can save all of them and once again calls jack the one and uh, as he's kind of giving the speech, they, they've they led Jack through the tunnels in this uh, underground like sewer system into mm-hmm. like this big underground lake. And the Einstein bot says that the city of Andromeda, where they are now, was built on top of a magical ancient city of giants. Yep. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. All right. The camera pulls out to show like this humongous stone hand like poking up from the water of this underground lake. Yep. So like we didn't I don't know. Did did we need to get into like the weird mystical ancient giant shit? But again, you know, as we talked about at the top of the episode, I'm not very familiar with this genre. So like maybe this is well-trodden territory uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff. I don't know. I guess if we were looking at like Evangelion, then yeah, kind of. Because most of those are angels that they're piloting. They're not actually robots, but. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Things get a little kooky in this particular portion of the episode. And Jack is even not sure what these this robot is really getting at. And uh, the robot's, well, he's like, hey, well, you and the giants, you know, you have the same weapon, sort of referring to Jack's sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and that square robot gives Jack like this underwater breathing apparatus. Yeah, I like thing. the rebreather that he gets. Yeah. Uh, very... Reminiscent of, uh, I think they used in episode one, Star Wars Phantom Menace. They had like basically the exact same like underwater breathing things. Uh, Except this one looks like it's got a little face on it. Like it's a tiny robot that he puts in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That breathes for him. I wish you could see it like sucking in and blowing out air. That would be very funny. funny. But it does like there's a few shots where we get a clear look at the front of it. And it looks like it's got a face and its little arms sticking out, like holding on to his face. That's really good. It's very funny. Um. And they tell him to swim into the city below the lake here where he will find the key. And Jack just dives down straight into the water. He's like, all right. Wait, no, there's more. Something very important. (laughs) Clear enough. (laughs) Goodbye. Uh, He swims into this murky water that's filled with like ancient columns and like Japanese statues. Um He's swimming around down here, and I actually had a thought, Brendan. I'm not sure if this occurred to you, but I had a thought that this might have been this, the imagery that we have seen of Samurai Jack swimming in the opening credits of this show. Oh. Um, but it's, it is certainly not. Like, it's not. But you think, like, image. maybe they were, that's what they were like, all right, let's fit this in here, even though it doesn't quite fit. Well, because when we talked about Jack under the sea, 
Uh, he was swimming around inside of like a fish, like the fish yeah. was doing the swimming for him. Yeah. But like, I think the water in that episode was more of like a purpley blue in the way mm -hmm. that it is in the opening credits. So like, there are a couple of scenes that are in the opening credits that are like loosely based on actual scenes of like episodes that occurred seasons one and two of Samurai Jack. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. I, I've been... <laughs> Been waiting, been waiting for, for a moment yeah. of Jack swimming solo through like some kind of big underwater area and like, oh, maybe this is the one. I don't think we're ever going to get one that is one to one. We could matching up with. There's still time. There's a few episodes left. I mean, what now? 11 episodes left yeah. where this could happen. It could so, happen. We'll see. We'll give them time. You know, I have no reason to doubt that they'll they'll really <laughs> pay off that opening credits tease that we've gotten now for 41, 40 <laughs> episodes, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's swimming through and he swims over a cliff and in the distance he sees like this big shadowy figure and uh, he swims up to it and looks up at a gigantic stone samurai sitting in the water. Mm -hmm. Um, And a blue light glows in the stone samurai's eyes and envelops Jack. And at first he kind of struggles against this light, but then he kind of like calms himself and sits in the water in like a meditative pose. Um, and that light like draws him in towards the statue's face, but then like his own face, like the camera shows like his own face flashing and like cross fading with the stone samurai yeah. face to show that they have like become one. Yeah. I, I am very confused about the mechanics at play here. <laughs> is, is, Does, is he the robot now? Cause I don't think we get like a shot of him in like any pilot seat or anything like a, like a no. Gundam. Yeah. He seems to be in some kind of like black void every other time we see him in this episode, but it is implied that if he's not like literally piloting it. Yeah. Like a Gundam or like an actual mechanical thing. Like he is, he is, he is the samurai. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's like, he is yeah. this now. There is a series of Gundam. Most of the time in that show, they're in like cockpit kind of things, but there is one series where they put on these suits and stand in the middle of this like circle, kind of like Pacific rim almost, but not like chained down like they are in Pacific rim. Uh, and they feel what the Gundam feels. So like it's this big world tournament and they're all fighting each other. But anytime like the Gundam gets punched in the face, the pilot feels it like they got punched in the face. Uh, and so it could be like a similar thing to that, I okay. guess. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Pacific Rim. Is it good? That's uh, all right. I thought it was fine. I was most excited about it because it has uh, Gladys in it from the Portal series. Like that. The actress or the well, character? It, not the character, but it's the actress with the same voice effects applied because she plays oh, okay. the onboard computer for the, the robots that they pilot. So Smart. like even in the trailer, I was like, that is Gladys. Like they they, they did the damn thing. They probably yeah. had to get clearance with Valve to be able to do probably. something Probably, like or that. it's just so slightly different that it's like right. not quite stepping on its toes, but it sounds very similar, if not exactly the same. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Jack is the, the big samurai now, I guess, question mark. <laughs> um, and he rises up and starts slowly lumbering away through the water. And, uh, the two robots are watching the surface of the water from the city above and the waves start to swell tremendously. And that samurai who 
I mean, based on the episode title, I will now refer exclusively to the samurai as Robo Samurai. Yup. <laughs> Rises up from the water and it cuts to commercial. Yep. <laughs> My God. Robo Samurai, a name that I don't like uh, because when it, I mean, even just like in the first moments we get with him when it cuts back from commercial here, he's walking towards the city and like the sound of stone tablets like scraping yeah. against each other is like all you hear. So it like it doesn't. Yeah, it seems more like some kind of like magical stone automaton than mm. a robo samurai. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I would classify it as a robot, no. uh, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this thing. It draws in the kids, you know, they see <laughs> two robots fighting each other. Yeah. Although the episode title, the shot of it, um, walking out of the water is very much like a Godzilla kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Like they, they knew what they were doing with that. Yeah, for sure. That's ripped straight from something like that. The perspective is a little weird here. Cause like when he's walking through the water, he doesn't really look that big compared to the city that's in the distance. But then when he actually gets into the city, he's like fucking massive. Yeah. It could just be a thing where like, he's really far away from the city and like partially submerged. So like, you can't really get the full scale of him. Yeah. Yet. It is a little weird. I, I see what you're saying. There's a they play with scale. I mean, in a, in a episode about giant robots, you have to play with scale and size. Like mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. Um, they do do the fun thing where like seagulls fly by the Robo Samurai's yeah. head to let you know, like this is so high up, only birds can get here. Yeah. yeah or do. Jack, if he's got a power line that he can swing from, <laughs> he can Tarzan his way around the city. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the uh, Robo Samurai, he stands and waits in the city, and the Mondo bot arrives. There's a long standoff, and there's a cool shot of, like, pulled, the camera pulled way above the city with, like, these two towering figures staring at each other over, like, the giant skyscrapers. You know, very classic yeah, kaiju yeah. giant mech. The showdown yeah. establishing shot. Yeah. Um. Just just like we've said several times, even just in the last five minutes, they know what they're doing. They know. Yeah, <laughs> this was deliberate. All of it. They didn't accidentally <laughs> make this episode. <laughs> they're, they're giving us that slop that we eat up like pigs. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a long pause, but then the Mondo bot sprouts a bunch of guns Machine guns all over its robo torso and robo arms. Yeah. And thus begins the portion of the episode where Jack does nothing for a long time. (laughs) Just stands there and takes it. (laughs) We get so many reaction shots of the, 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 what is it? Robo samurai's face, uh, unfeeling, not emoting, literally (laughs) just staring straight ahead. And it keeps showing it over and over. That's what makes this part so good is that it is just completely emotionless. (laughs) Like everything that happens to it that we're about to describe it. Then, yeah, the same reaction shots of the same blank (laughs) robo samurai stare. It's so good. Um, Yeah, guns, guns all over the Mondo bot, which is fun. It's been a long time on the show since we've seen a robot just produce like a fuck ton of guns oh, on yeah. its body. Yep. And this one 
really pays off. Yeah, big time. Uh, every one of these machine guns just starts unloading on the robo samurai. Uh, like there's a deafening hail of gunfire like all over and these bullets just pinging off of the robo samurai stone body like they're nothing. Yep. Which is uh, pretty cool. It's fun. Yeah. As much as I, I don't love the, this sequence, that's that's still pretty cool. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's fun. Colon. <laughs> samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it does do a fun thing that you wouldn't normally consider in this situation where the shell casings from the bullets yes. start raining down into the city. Yeah, and it shows how big even the shell casings are. I did appreciate that. They're like flattening cars beneath them. Yeah. They're that large. Very cool. Great idea. Um, I love yeah. that they like took the time to be like, hey, you didn't think about it, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I certainly did not, but they did, and I was appreciative of it. Yeah, just raining into the city, just like demolishing the already demolished buildings and streets <laughs> and everything. Um the Monobot, yeah, unleashes this gunfire and then stops firing and smoke is pouring from its gun barrels all over its body and a smoke cloud is surrounding the Robo Samurai, uh but it dissipates and yeah, he seems completely uninjured and unaffected by this this first attack. Yeah, he's just bored. Waiting a theme for... you might you might catch on <laughs> in the next few sequences here. Just looking um, at him like, all right, what's next? All right, what else you got, bud? <laughs> uh, the Mondo bot retracts all those gun barrels and then produces just like countless missile racks, mm -hmm. like all over every other surface of its body that didn't already just produce a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. Like the rest of the real estate on him is devoted to missiles um, and fires just like hundreds of these missiles that explode around the samurai's, the robo samurai's body. Sorry, samurai is selling it short. Yeah, yeah. It's not just any regular old samurai. No, well, that's what we're used to on this show. But this week, it's a different <laughs> character. Um, just explode all over its body. But again, yeah, it just doesn't flinch, doesn't react to this attack at all. Um, the missile barrage stops. And this red smoke blows away and reveals the Robo Samurai still totally fine. Yep. Good to go. Still just staring straight ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the Mondo bot, it's, it's green visor like illuminates and shoots this giant laser beam that cuts through the city towards the Robo Samurai and there's a huge explosion when that beam collides with the Robo Samurai's body. And again, another huge cloud of smoke that clears away. And this time there is like a small scorch mark that's on the Samurai's yeah. armor. But then like otherwise, it's just totally unarmed. I, I was actually fully expecting at this point for there to be like a gust of wind that just blows the soot away. <laughs> like, are they, they going to like drive home the point that didn't do anything? Or are they going to let us be like, well, maybe it did a little bit. I kind of expected that he might like reach his giant hand up and kind of like just wipe it off of himself. Yeah, but then something. that would have been giving him too much emotion. Yeah. Yeah. It would have let, it would have let the other robot react. know that it affected him in some way. Yeah, I know that would be not true to his character that we've seen so far, which is <laughs> to say there is none. <laughs> um, Mondo bots got one final attack. Uh, it, it unveils a large cannon from its chest and shoots like a fucking Iron Man unibeam straight out of it. Yep. 
a humongous fireball hurdles through the sky towards the robo samurai who's way off in the distance in this shot and we can see like it's shadowy figure in the distance and the fireball kind of like disappears on the horizon and there's kind of like a brief silence Um, but then there's a tremendous explosion around the robo samurai and like a giant radiated cloud like surrounds his position and like engulfs the whole city that's pretty badass i like that attack yeah and then it like when it goes away, the city's like flattened in the entire like yeah. radius of it. Left like a giant impact crater of this one bomb, which is very cool. Um, but in the middle of that radius is the Robo Samurai. He's still just standing there. It's kind of funny, like a couple small rocks fall off of his armor, and mm. like that's the extent of the damage that we've seen thus far. Is just like a couple pebbles fall off. Yeah, He's this, fine. Thing's, this thing's tough. He's built to last. <laughs> Not like these new cheap robots. Nope. Yeah, please. You know, it's... Uh, I was going to say he's American-made, but we're not really sure where we are. No, in this uh, seems episode. like Japan. I would guess so. <laughs> um, The Robo Samurai draws its sword and is ready to fight. The Mondo Bot produces a sword from its back... Like it pulls it out of a, like a holster that pops out on his back, which I think is like a funny fail safe. Like, hey, if all of these guns and missiles and gigantic atom bombs fail, at least he's got a sword. Yep. That's very Gundam as well. Gundam's always oh, yeah. had swords. Yeah. There is something inherently badass about like a robot bigger than you can even perceive having like a big ass sword. Yeah. That is cool. I mean, uh, in in Goren Logan, when they would run out of their guns, the robots would just start punching each other, but they're not built to like punch each other. So their fists would explode when they would like try to punch the other robot. Oh, that's really good, too. It's very a little bit of that eventually. Yeah. Um, the uh, robo samurai holds its sword in like a ready position. And uh, again, we kind of like focus in on its face and it fades to. Jack's face to remind us that this is Jack. He's still in there. Yep. Case you forgot, it's not just the stone samurai, but it's also the samurai Jack. Uh, the the non-stone samurai. The the fleshy meat boy the samurai. Flesh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The meat sack samurai. <laughs> as he's famously known in this world. Um the uh, Mondo bot like slowly starts like skipping its way towards the robo samurai <laughs> in a segment where like they didn't seem like they were really sure how to like make a giant robot seem like it was moving fast. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like something that like a Godzilla movie would do where like they're so big and their motions take a very long time. But like even thinking back to watching like Eva, like I feel like they make those robots and giant things like move in real time well i think a thing that an anime would do that this show maybe is like against would be it would show them start the motion and then we would get like a hard cut to where they end up yeah and it'd be like a second later and they're there so like you don't they don't really have to animate it moving those have to animate like the the initial like lean into the run right and then they can skip it and we can just uh, uh assume that they ran there yeah, and this one, the Mondo bot takes several very slow moving, but very large strides to reach the Robo Samurai and uh, their swords collide and uh, clash back and forth. 
and uh, each of them manages to get like a chop in on the other one. Um, the Mondobot actually takes like a chunk out of the Robo Samurai's shoulder, uh, yeah. which we then see Jack's face like wincing in pain as this happens. Mm-hmm. Which is a little weird because like what why, what is the sword made of that it can damage the the Samurai robot, the Robo Samurai, whatever the fuck. Uh, but the, but the giant nuclear bomb couldn't. Yeah, no, I know. I had the same thought. Like, how is that most effective? Why didn't we start there? Yeah, or why didn't we make the bullets out of that same material? What are we? What are yeah. we even doing here? Yeah, they built the sword first, and then they went fuck. <laughs> it blew their budget on it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any more unobtainium to make bullets out of. It's like the meme of like society if this thing didn't exist. It's like society if we hadn't built that sword. It's like the beautiful city. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, the uh, thunderous clashing of the gigantic blades slamming into each other again and again is kind of like another cool use of like scale and mm-hmm. like size in this episode. It's kind of fun. Um. The Robo Samurai manages to kick the Mondo Bot away, but then it leaps up high into the air, literally leaping into space. Yep, like uh, at least the stratosphere. We can see yeah. the curvature of the Earth, and we can make out some land masses that I couldn't quite place. Yeah, me either. Um, but yeah, we are looking on at this thing from like the blackness of space now. It's jumped so high. <laughs> Uh, and it re-enters Earth's atmosphere like a flaming meteor, and uh, the Robo Samurai readies its sword, and the Mondobot raises its sword to attack and just roars down towards the ground. Uh, and in a blinding white light, their swords collide and both shatter into a million pieces. Mm-hmm. The Samurai robot sword isn't as good as Jack's sword. Well, I, I, I kind of had a fear that like, is Jack's sword also broken now? Thanks to that attack. If they truly are like enveloping the uh, same mm-hmm. physical being, like could this have affected Jack's sword? But I mean, obviously they wouldn't, they wouldn't do no, such a thing. Then they would have to resolve that in another episode. They don't do that sort of thing. No, 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 no. They would forget that it ever happened. And Jack would have his sword <laughs> in the next episode and be totally fine. Uh, consequences don't matter. On this television show, um, they've both exhausted their weapons and have to settle this like men or robots, I guess, uh, with their giant fists. <laughs> uh, well, there's a shot right before that, actually, when the when the swords collide, where they're standing back to back and it, it hangs on it for a second. And you think it's going to do that samurai thing where one of them falls like the fight's oh, over. Yeah. But then the Mondo bot just kind of like turns around, like ready to brawl. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think his body would be like, yeah, in ribbons as we've seen. (laughs) No, they, uh, to this point, they seem somewhat evenly matched, but um, things are going to change very quickly for the Mondo bot's fortunes. Although he does have a few tricks up his robotic sleeve. Mm -hmm. Um, He kind of like psychs himself up to get into a fist fight with the Robo Samurai uh, and uh, punches at the robo samurai's face, but uh, it blocks the attack and like grabs onto its arm and then slams a flat palm down onto the Mondo bot, just completely crushing its robotic head like tinfoil. Yep. <laughs> just flattening it like a pancake in one blow. Yeah, that's all it takes. 
this thing's <laughs> this thing's awesome. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> in some ways, in other ways, not so much. Yeah. Um. The uh, end is nigh for the Mondo bot. It like tries to get in a few more blows, but the Robo Samurai like blocks those attacks and literally like rips off one of the Mondo bot's arms and one of its legs. Yep. So it's just balancing there on one leg, like the the Black Knight from Monty <laughs> yep. Python. Yep. Face me, coward. <laughs> uh, it. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's just barely hanging on, and the Robo Samurai kicks straight through the one remaining leg, just like severing it right at the knee. Yeah, it kicks it right on the knee. And you can think like if that was a person, it would like snap their knee backwards. Oh, and it's like, oh, that's a idea. brutal kick. <laughs> like, I know. So powerful and like so <laughs> visceral. Yeah. Um, The Mondo bot, yeah, starts to fall now with its legs literally taken out from beneath it. And uh, reaches out its remaining hand and sinks its fingers like into the Robo Samurai's chest. And as it does this, like hundreds of these little like vermicelli wire worm yep. things start sprouting out from its hand. Now, this reminded me of a show that I think you've been watching recently, and I'm not sure if you've gotten to the point where this starts happening. But there's a villain in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure who starts using their own veins to like deal damage. Oh, good God. Uh, and it, it's very similar to this, but like their fingernails open up and like veins come out and like start sinking into people's flesh. <sighs> and that's all I could think this entire scene. And I was like, this is a Jojo reference. Brendan, knowing how much that you love Jojo, if that was a thing I had seen to this point, I definitely would have brought that up right now in the recap. <laughs> You're very so close I, to it. I apologize to you that I have not gotten to that point yet. That's all right. I'm I think it might be it. like within the next episode or two. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm very early on, but yeah. uh, I'm question mark excited to see <laughs> that now. I don't know. That sounds ghoulish. It's, it's one of the most visceral things in the show where you're just like, oh, it's awful. Uh, stop. His fingernails like opened up. I hate that. <laughs> Uh, that's really bad, but there is some stuff that's already happened on that show where I'm like, all right, this is going to get fucking <laughs> wild. So it's fine. I know what I'm getting into and I know how much you love it. So, you know, I want to oh, give you great. that satisfaction of yep. knowing that I've, I'm going on this journey. I'm glad. Um, yeah. All these little wires emerge from the Mondo bot's hand and start piercing through the robo samurai's body. And yeah, it, it, even this is like kind of disturbing imagery of like these ropes like exiting one hole on the the body and like it creating another one and like surging their way all through him mm -hmm. um and the camera again like fades to show jack's face and he's like very severely struggling in there like this has got to be painful yeah and uh the Mondobot pulls the Robo Samurai in close and again produces the huge cannon from its chest for like one last Hail Mary attack, yep. like all or nothing on this one here. Um, and this wide laser blast completely like surrounds the Robo Samurai with like this gigantic yeah beam of light with like a horrific whining noise that's going on. Like it's clearly like a very powerful, like excruciating laser beam that he's wrapped up in. Yeah. And again, you know, we do see Jack's face and he's in like tremendous pain and he lets out a big battle cry 
and uh, the Robo Samurai struggles against the force of this laser beam, but manages to rip off the last remaining arm of the Mondobot. And then he places his hand over the chest cannon of the Mondobot and like crumples it in his big Robo Samurai fists. Um, and this epic music is playing as the laser beam silently because we can't hear all we hear is this epic music but like silently blasts out the back of the mondo bot like blowing it into smithereens yeah it's very cool good way to finish the fight very badass using its own attack against it and yeah just obliterating him once and for all like those two small robots are watching on as like a big cloud of smoke subsides to show the robo samurai just like holding a little tiny scrap of the mondo bot which he drops to the ground like he's dropping the microphone (laughs) essentially yeah he got him he got him good uh and that is the end of the fight um but not the final scene of the episode. <laughs> the final scene of the episode is uh, those two robots watch the robo samurai walk back into the water on the outskirts of the city and like get completely submerged. And then Samurai Jack as himself breaches from the surface of the water like a beautiful dolphin. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Flips his like hair a, back. <laughs> yeah, majestic moment. Yeah, like free willy moment of him against like the sunset in the background beyond him. He just yeah, bursts from the water. And uh, it's really funny as it like cuts back to the robots looking on at this and then back to Jack like bobbing in the waves. But like after having this beautiful epic emergence from the water, he's just got this dumb little coy smile on his face as he's like <laughs> treading water, like just like floating. Uh, and then the episode just fucking ends. Yep. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Brendan, this episode goes in some really weird places that we just talked about. Like we had some problems with the way that they set up the big ass robo fight. Mm-hmm. It gets into some weird mystical stuff that it didn't really yeah, that, need to do. It really didn't. No, that was completely unnecessary. <laughs> But even like we mentioned at the time, like it's kind of okay that they did that because it does like just help lead the way towards the big ass robo fight. Right. Yeah. Like that's that's all you actually needed out of this episode. So like whatever stepping stones we needed, like yeah. it's it's that's just what they're gonna give us. Um <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. I had I, th- I had so much fun with this episode, but like, yeah, just like even the robo fight itself was like dumb as shit, like not even like a very epic fight, but just like Mondo bots attacks and, and robo samurais non reactions. Yeah, um, um, I, I, I don't know. I did not like the robot fight. Yeah. I mostly because of the, the, the robo samurai not doing anything for like half of the fight just stood there that kind of like kind of drove me crazy i was like fucking do something i want like an (laughs) epic showdown where they're like throwing each other into buildings and stuff i know and it's not really what they gave us no in this episode by the time they actually started fighting all the buildings are already gone i know it was it was kind of done and then that actual fight was one-sided and brief. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the what we got of the actual fight was very cool. 
Yeah. Uh, I liked how handily this this samurai, robo samurai. I keep keep messing it give around. Him, throw some respect on the name. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I, I I get that. Like the whole first half of the fight was like to set up how powerful this thing is, but it's still like you could have you could have done that in a more exciting way. I think at least have him not be so goddamn cocky the whole time. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Brendan. How do you and me both feel about? Uh, Vegeta and Nappa like showing off their powers to like Krillin and Gohan and Piccolo like while they're waiting for Goku to come back from the dead like that's just I feel like that's kind of a similar vibe of them just like fucking around and showing off like how powerful they are before the actual fight starts yeah, and I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know I love that that's, a lot. That, that's kind of like the whole shtick of that show though right, especially like true. the original run before the the Kai was Kai where they cut it down right uh, before that when it was like it took them 12 episodes of flexing to do anything <laughs> like you knew that's what you were getting from from Dragon that's kind of what you want yeah that yeah. is kind of what you want out of that show but in so Samurai it's not really Jack, a fair like, comparison and I, I don't know, I feel like a bit of an asshole because I'm always complaining like, oh, when when the battles happen, I'm a, I'm a little uninterested. But then we got this battle and I'm like, come on, like take a swing at him. Jesus <laughs> this Christ. Is, this is it. You got to this point. You <laughs> yeah. got to the big robot fight, like make it epic. And they kind of do, but like not in a, a highly satisfying yeah, way. I don't know. It's just it's, like once we, he got the robot, it was over. And he's yeah. just like waiting for the opportunity to show how much of a badass he is. Right. That's true. Um, um, it's fun, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 fun is like exactly what I was just thinking. Like, this is maybe like the most or one of the most fun, bad episodes <laughs> of the show. Does that yeah. does that sound fair? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, it's like the best bad episode. <laughs> yeah, like I had a really good time watching it multiple times talking about it with you right now like all <laughs> all good vibes but i don't think the episode was very good this is the first episode in a while that i've actually had to watch more than once because i kept getting distracted <laughs> like during like the fight scene i kept like looking right. at my phone or like looking right. at my computer like oh, i wonder who's on discord right now and then i look back and i missed something so i gotta like rewind back to the last chapter and like yeah, it did take me a while to like get through my notes <laughs> to just like bring myself to the point where like, uh, all right, I got to write down that now he blasts him with missiles and nothing happens. <laughs> then he blasts him with lasers and nothing and happens. Nothing happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think. OK, so I think we're in agreement that like this is a, a really fun, stupid episode yeah. that like I would I would watch this episode again even though it is kind of boring it's just mm -hmm. like kind of like a fun showcase of like this theme yeah. of like giant robot fights that I I don't think that they will ever touch that again on this show no, unlikely um, <laughs> um I think my issue too might be that he just was so overconfident immediately upon getting right. the this the robo samurai Without uh, where, any practice, without having yeah. like any field tests. And like he didn't really know that he could withstand all that stuff. He just kind of like took it on faith. And like I also right. feel like if they had shown off more of what the Mondo bot could do before it started showing it against the samurai, uh, yeah. that would have been kind of cool. Like we saw it fire a laser early on and we saw it kind of chase him around. But we didn't see right. the missiles. We didn't see the guns. Uh, All we, we knew was it was it big and it had lasers. Yeah. And that was and that was it. And it like was if, evil. If we saw Jack struggling against that other stuff first and then he gets the robot and then we see that it doesn't even phase the robot, that might be a better payoff. 
Um, but again, that would take longer yeah. than the show has. So right. exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of a weird place to leave off with on our final thoughts on this episode. But like, yeah, I think we both had a good time. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It, it's not the worst episode I've seen. Definitely not the best. Uh, I I would put it squared in the middle. We've only watched we've only watched two episodes of this season. Oh, so it's the worst episode of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Easily. Pile of shit compared to <laughs> fucking gold, golden god of an episode. It's in the bottom 50 percent. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was episode 41, Robo Samurai versus Mondo Bot. <laughs> Is it growing on you? No. It's it worse. Me either. I know. I'm actually feeling I was okay with it at first, and now I'm like, oh, boy. Especially because I can't ever remember the order of the words in Robo Samurai. It's not Samurai Robo. I wanted to call even, it Samurai Robo the entire time. It's not Chibi Robo, but maybe it should have been. See, maybe that's where I'm getting it from. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was Robo Samurai versus Chibi Robo? Who would win? What, what, what would you call like a giant Chibi Robo? It wouldn't be Chibi anymore. It would just be Robo. Mm, good point. Mega Robo. Mondo Robo. Oh, oh no, it's Mondo Bot is the name of the episode. <laughs> oh god my damn god. It. It's happened. You know what? This is a good episode title. <laughs> uh, why didn't he use his plug attack? <laughs> Oh, I can't believe I just did that. I, that was not even on purpose. Uh, okay, that's all we have to say about this episode. Um, uh, no emails this week. Uh, if anyone does want to reach out to us, gotta recap at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts on Samurai Jack or Cartoon Network or a Cartoon Network theme park. Yep. Uh, any Again, any ideas that you have uh, could not possibly look like stinkers compared to the stinkers that we produced at the top of this episode. So please send them our way. Brendan, you're making a face. I know you, you don't like when I say that, you know no, what? I'm my very proud of my, my, my ideas are stinkers. Your idea was good. No, you nailed it. Thank you. I, I, and I'm the one who brought up the topic. So maybe I should have spent a little more time thinking about <laughs> it before we started the show. That's on me. Um, got a recap at gmail.com is the address uh, you can head to at Gotta Recap on social media. Follow us there. Uh, and you can also head to uh, Spotify. It's been a long time since I've done this, Brendan. Yes. I'm trying really Spotify hard to remember is, all my Spotify plugs. is one of them. Yep. And Spotify Apple Podcasts. and Apple Podcasts. Drop us a five-star review, which would be tremendously helpful to help our show grow. Uh, and we appreciate you doing that in advance. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. Brendan, I, I just don't know. Like, maybe I, maybe I need to engross myself in this giant fighting things culture <laughs> a little bit more, and then revisit this episode, and I'll feel maybe differently about it. Like, maybe w with you and me being uncultured swine, we don't really kind of know all of like wow. the ins and outs of, of this particular genre. And there are so many like hidden little Easter eggs that we just didn't pick up. There on. could have I'm been, sure yeah. that's a thing. I think I'm pretty well versed. I, at the beginning I said not very, but then I rattled off a bunch, but <laughs> <laughs> you actually, yeah, you kind of showed your bona fides in a way that I wasn't expecting. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it would make it better. I think it might just kind of highlight what it lacks. You know what my favorite giant mech is? Superman, Iron Giant. <laughs>
Oh, okay. I was like, I, <laughs> you're losing me. Superman <laughs> is not a himself a giant. Iron Giant from uh from Ready Player One. Ready Player One, our favorite movie that Samurai Jack may or may not appear in a topic that we've brought up earlier on this show. Um, we will be watching Ready Player One for next week's <laughs> episode. So I hope everyone enjoys uh, our recap of that movie next week. Um, everyone watch that movie, too, and, you know, really kind of get those streaming numbers. Oh, um, yeah. I think everyone's going to appreciate that. If anyone deserves it, it's Ready Player One. Steven Spielberg, you know, he's hurting for money and clout. So, like, <laughs> let's get out there. And Ready Player Two. Uh, I hate that idea and I can't continue this podcast episode any longer. So let's shut it down, baby. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Keep an eye out for the Elden Ring podcast. Bye. Bye.